Going on, geeks. You listen to episode 355 of the Geeks and Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm your host, Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. This week, we're geeking out about superheroes. And that's basically it. Like, all the news stories are <laughs> not all of them, but most of them most of are about superheroes. Are close enough. Capacity. Close yeah. enough to superheroes, I think. What we're saying is this week's show is going to be super. Yes. Super <laughs> duper. Uh, before we do that, though, something I'm really excited about, I don't know. How excited you know everyone else will be but uh, i'm excited i've been wanting to make like value cards for geeks under grace for a really long time just we have this so we have a lot of different um <clears throat> communities in a lot of ways uh we have a facebook community and then we have a discord community and they're very disconnected uh at times and then we have you know the community here with the podcast and the website kind of has its own thing uh where they have you know like very separate viewers from the facebook like there's people on facebook that don't even know Mm-hmm. that uh we have a website um and so i wanted to get these kind of just values put into words that everybody can read and everyone can see and it can kind of um kind of unify us in a way uh so i'm not gonna read all like the whole thing uh because there's kind of like the, the like stinger part and then there's kind of more of an explanation of what we mean uh, but i'll read the first part and you guys can check out all of them on facebook on instagram um probably should get them on twitter uh and then Discord and, you know, all the other places. Um, need to work on the website, too. They're not on the website yet. Uh, but here they are. There's four of them. Geeks Under Grace always put God over geekery and everything else. Geeks Under Grace are all about people because people matter to God. Geeks Under Grace believe life is better together. And Geeks Under Grace see creativity, whether intentional or not, as worship. That's my favorite. Uh, and those are just four things that... Uh, you know, I think all of us, no matter what community you, community you are in, in this Geeks of Grace uh, hemisphere, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, can can look to and, and mm-hmm. know that like, this is what we're about. We do that here. Yeah. It's the opposite, <laughs> though. We don't do that here. Uh, we do that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, these are all values that uh, the podcast team believe in. They are uh, what the board believes in, uh, board of directors, the, uh, the writers... Uh, and hopefully, uh, you as a listener uh, believe in as well, and uh, the Discord community and the Facebook community. Um, hopefully, they hold to these these values as well. Um, if you come in and you're like, "Wow, that sounds disgusting," uh, well, now you you know you can make that judgment call. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm really really excited about it. I think that it could mm-hmm. be really good for uh, the community. It gives us a way to like explain like who we are too. You know. Like- yes the 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 mentality Mm -hmm. you know people we have like kind of a what you believe thing on Mm -hmm. uh, the website uh but it's not like a values thing it's kind of like literally what we believe in yeah it's a mission Uh, statement yeah yeah and so this is just a way to kind of like um you know like you said describe who we who we are what we're about yeah all right uh we get into the games that we have been playing uh lj i'll let you go first cool um just an update still playing final fantasy i'm still not as far as i'd like to be but still enjoying it quite a bit i was trying to finish it before i leave on vacation um but i don't think that's gonna happen just based on how busy my next couple days are um but the games i have been playing uh kind of took me away from it a little bit 
Um, I did check out uh, the first one. Is it's it's all right if you have Game Pass. Uh, is Exo Primal and it's the one from Capcom, the Dino shooting thing. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. it's pretty fun. There's some. It's like so. Best way to describe it is Destiny's Gambit mode. Um, basically, two teams work on completing objectives and fighting hordes of dinosaurs, and um, so then you can basically work towards this like final objective or final mission. And it tells you and shows you the t- other team's progress, and it'll tell you, like, oh, you're completing objectives faster or slower. Um, there's, like, different classes of heroes, like these suits, uh, basically, that your character jumps into. Um, and it's fun. It's it's cool. Um, some matches can be very intense, because um, they also have big dinos, like, um, like T-Rex kind of a thing. They have, like, Triceratops and, like, big spiky-backed dinos. Um, you can get what's called a Dominator if you are losing, and you can basically get access to control one of the big dinos for a short time and kind of like hopefully even the odds or, you know, maybe hold up the other team. Um, there can be some moments to where you think like, oh, we're going to lose. This is bad. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we won because, you know, we held out longer or we, you know, we we did the thing faster, you know, like at the last objective. Like you could be also winning almost the whole game mm-hmm. and all of a sudden something just trips you up or just destroys all of you. And you, you could just it could fall apart, but yeah, um, it's pretty fun. It's a good Game Pass game, I think. I can't see anybody paying like I don't know if I even saw any PlayStation icons when I was like because it's crossplay apparently. Um, so like I can't imagine somebody paying full price for the game. But if you do and if you enjoy it that much, then awesome. Um, it's just kind of like it's one of those service games that I'm like oof. Like there's so many of them now, so many of them shutting down. Mm-hmm. I do, I, I do enjoy it though. I was like, yeah, like so. If I if it wasn't for Game Pass, I wouldn't have checked it out. Played it with my brother and then a buddy of mine like the next day. So I got plenty of time into it. It was fun. Sweet. Um, the big thing I didn't even expect to even get a shot at, um, but I got in was the Tekken Eight closed network closed network test basically. Um, so it's a closed awesome. beta, and they have quite a bit of the roster. There's no in there was no NDA on it, so I was able to post some videos on Twitter and a little bit. And it is super fun. It feels so good as a, as somebody who's been playing Tekken Seven for the last couple years. Uh, it just it feels like a really good improvement uh, over the previous one. Um, and it's fun to see like how certain characters I've used have how they've changed. Um, it's a very pretty looking game. Um, definitely packs a punch. Um, feels like I don't know if it's coming out to arcades at all, but it just feels like this one was definitely built in with like. The new generation in mind. Because um, Tekken 7 is a pretty old game. Like, even before it came into consoles, it was in arcades. Um, so it's been around for, like, the better part of a decade. Probably since 2014 or 15. Maybe, like, 15, 2015 or 16, I think it's been around, technically. Um, but I'm excited for Tekken 8. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And so, um, yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Yay! Cool. What about you, Shelly? Um, I haven't been playing anything new. I'm still playing Breath of Fire 2. And... It's still good. I actually, I don't think I have necessarily much to say about it. Um, it's still just the same, but more. A lot of uh, JRPG tropes and things like that, which is fine. But at least the story is still fairly engaging. It's doing that thing right now where we need the to get to the main story. We need we need a like item or thing. The only way to get that item or thing is to go somewhere else entirely. 
but we got to help someone before we get that item or thing, meaning we need to get another item or thing. So it's like doing that thing where it's like, it sounds like I don't that. even remember what I'm like, why am I even <laughs> doing this right now? Then I have to remember, oh, that's right. I'm doing this because I need this specific thing that I can only get from this person unless I help him and I need to do this to help them. And then I have to go back to this other place. And anyway, at least I got Daniel to keep me on track. <laughs> um, nice. I don't know how far I am, but I want to say I'm over halfway through. I hope I am. Uh, but yeah, anyway, still just playing that. Nice. I, besides Tears of the Kingdom, I have been playing, nice. uh, I guess playing, uh, Pokemon <laughs> Sleep. And uh, for those who don't know, there is an app Bro. that you get right now that is officially Pokemon, where you um, you sleep, and then it tests your sleep, and then it gives you results back, and um, it's it's a game. You catch Pokemon because you're sleeping. and There's shinies in this game. Pokemon. That's what I heard. There? There's actual shinies in it. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's so weird. Catch some Z's to catch some shinies, I guess. How do you catch a shiny? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, so, I do know that there are three different types of sleep for each Pokemon, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm. So you can get, like, a Pikachu, and the Pikachu will, like, have different types of sleep that you'll find them in, like, that they're sleepers. Uh, and that weird. all comes down to... I'm trying to think what they're called. It's uh, snoozing. No. Oh, man. i got to look it up. I'm gonna have to pull the app up. I know there's gonna, there's gonna be people that find ways to manipulate that too. Like, yeah, honestly, that's kind of what I want to do because I it's like I want to use Pokemon Sleep low key, but one I don't feel great about the recording. Which yeah, you know I was talking. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was talking about it with my husband, and one I don't have enough room on the bed for a phone. That just seems okay. Weird. Like, that's just, I, I have a, I also have a MagSafe phone, so I use a MagSafe charger. I want to use that charger because I paid a bunch of money for it. <laughs> and if I were to turn it on and use it, my husband moves around way more than I do on the bed. Just, just <laughs> mm-hmm. as we, as we sleep. And he also, um, he doesn't snore, but like he makes a lot more noises than I do. So I sort of thought, you know, it, it would be, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this. Like, I kind of want to try it. But then we both came to the conclusion where it's like, it's not going to work, one, because I, you know, they want you on, want it on the bed. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. one, not going to happen. And two, all the stuff it picks up is not even going to be from me. It's going to say I'm like sleeping poorly, but it's not even going to be me. It's going to be because <laughs> freaking my husband's like, here, just... you snored at 2 a.m. right here. And I'm be like, that's not my even me. My phone would be like under <laughs> me. Like, I'd be like laying on top of my phone at some point probably like I don't yeah know, and then it's just, just like... gonna fall off the bed and then it's gonna be like hey shelly you fell off the bed in the middle of the night are you okay and i'm gonna be like that wasn't huh so it's like <laughs> it's not that good at it but that's funny. i just feel like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's so unconductive to my lifestyle that i wish i could use it but it's just not it's not happening I also it's easy for me because i already sleep too. with my phone under my pillow which i know is terrible you shouldn't do that but i do it oh um, well okay so I kind of was like already for it for that. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I'm trying to sleep with it next. If you had a Note Seven, you'd be dead. And <laughs> I've been told that it'll overheat the pillow. Yeah, don't uh, overheat, overheat that thing. Yeah. Um, I found <laughs> just... it. It's, it's dozing, snoozing, and slumbering. Are the Is there types. actually a difference? Does it just choose one? Uh, there are different uh, sleep cycles. So depending on like probably how deep of a sleep you're in or how long you sleep. Yeah. Huh. Um, so dozing is like okay. usually when you're first falling asleep, and then snoozing is most of your sleep, and then your deepest sleep cycle um, slumbering. is slumbering. Slumbering. Just, like not like tapped out. Just. I understand huh. that like this Very isn't. It's not a medical device. They don't. They're, not, they're trying to be a game, not a medical device. Yeah, they don't yeah. explain any of that to me, so you don't actually know what you're looking at. Um, 
I have a very long, boring history with sleep. Uh, <laughs> and so one thing that's uh, I think is kind of cool is my slumbering. Uh, you should have four or five of those in a day mm. or in a night. Um, I knew that I didn't get enough because I'm constantly tired. Uh, mm. I get one or two a night. And I'm finding that out through the app. But like Shelly said, it could be also so, the wife tosses turns. Is that counting toward like against me? And I don't know. Right. Um, See, you obviously funny. don't want to use a game to gauge your sleep. But I think that it could be a tool for some people to kind of realize. That um, they need to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if they need, like, if you're not getting enough of the slumbering in that, maybe you should go get um, checked for, like, more uh, professionally to see if you're actually getting proper sleep. Which I know I'm not. Like I said, I've tried dealing with doctors, and uh, it's it's a long road. That see, is I wonder hard. if my Galaxy Watch is doing some of that to a degree, because the other night, like, and I think I turn it off usually most of the time before I go to bed, like, or whatever, right? But then the mm-hmm. other night, like, because I was talking recently about how, like, I haven't, I've barely been able to stay up, like, past, like, 11 or 10.30 lately. And so there was a time where I saw the other day when I was staying up later, my watch was like, oh, it looks like bedtime's in two, your bedtime's in two hours. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, that's creepy. Um, yeah. So it's like, I wonder if it's using a similar kind of technology, because, like, I know my watch has all these, like, health apps on it and stuff that I never use. Um, but it'll literally tell me like, Hey, you've been sitting down too long. You should maybe go for a walk, like insulting me. Um, <laughs> but I wonder, I just have to wonder My watch if is it's very like, similar. I have a gear. Um, yeah. Like, I wonder if it just, if it's using similar technology to like that or something. Probably. You know? I know you can connect devices. I don't know about the galaxy specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that some smartwatches work and then I know that Pokemon go plus the little device that you get for Pokemon go, you can actually connect that to it and wear that Ooh. while you're sleeping. Uh, oh, and that would probably be a lot better than a phone on your pillow because it would be directly connected <laughs> to yes. your Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's all kind of cool in that aspect, um, and it's fun. It got me to look at my sleep a little bit more again. Um, to talk about sleeping habits on the podcast. That is, like, weird. Like, it's out of left uh, Yeah. <laughs> but Pokemon did it. I don't know how. Yeah. It's weird. I, I'm pretty sure that I have sleep apnea. Uh, last doctor I went to... Uh, wasn't very helpful, so I need to go to a doctor again. Um, but I'm terrible about going to the doctor, so. <laughs> so uh, but I need to, yeah. I need to give all that. <laughs> it kind of reminded me that I needed to, and I didn't realize how bad it was until I saw the app. I was like, oh, I really mm. need to go to a doctor. Uh, <laughs> but what's not great about the game is that it is a game, and so you wake up, and it wants you to do so much. Um, that's weird yeah which i get like that's the point of it but it's like it wants you to look at it i guess it figures oh you're gonna look at your phone anyway when you first wake up so yeah but as soon as i wake up i don't want to catch pokemon yeah Uh, you gotta you gotta individually click each one if it's a new pokemon then it does a whole pokedex thing that i don't need and then yeah um, i have to feed snorlax three times a day you're supposed to like cook for him and the more you cook for them, oh. the better the Pokemon you'll get. And wow. I'm like, I just want to turn this on and go to sleep and then wake up mm. and see results. I don't need... And, like, if I could just see all the Pokemon that I caught by sleeping, that would have been enough for me. And then it's got some pay-to-win stuff. That's no, what? That's weird. Yeah. No! <laughs> like, I just wanted to look at my sleep. No! Uh, oh, man. So I'm sure for somebody that's really cool, but uh, for me, I'm like, man, I just really wanted this to be kind of a... <laughs> adorable sleep test for me <laughs> uh, yeah you can buy different fruits or 
cookies, I think. You buy different cookies. The different cookies will help, like, gain your friendship with the Pokemon that are sleeping, and then you can keep them. And if you don't get the friendship up, I don't think you can keep them as it's going on. Um, and you gotta feed Snorlax, because you're that's the whole gist of it, which is weird, is that you're finding bigger Snorlax, because the bigger the Snorlax, the better the sleep it gets, and the more other Pokemon will gather around it to sleep. And then you are also sleeping next to all of these Pokemon. It's a weird premise. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I would, if you already sleep with your phone on your pillow, I guess, or, yeah, because if you have, like you said, uh, one of those, like, wireless chargers, you can't do mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Uh, it, your phone would die. But if you're one of those people that already plugs your phone in and you sleep with it on your pillow, I think that it might be worth checking out, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a fun idea. In this Mine just ends up mm-hmm. on the floor or the nightstand, <laughs> like, next to me, so I don't know if... That's weird. Yeah. I think you put it on your bed. That's... That's, Especially that's if you're w- constantly tired, I think. It's that's the weird part to me. Like, Yeah. Well, and reco- I listened to my you. recordings the first time. I won't ever do that again. Ever, ever. Listen to myself snore at night. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be great for those who know that they talk. They sleep talk. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's perfect for those people. But I know yeah. I don't. Yeah, that'd be cool. uh, I mean, your Alexa probably, you know, listens to sounds too. My, um, yeah, that's true. Like my- anybody, like... I was just going to say, my weird sleep thing yeah. is that I will sometimes sleep with my eyes open, but uh, an app isn't going to help me with that. Yeah. So. I knew a kid that could do that in high school, and he That's would so weird. go to sleep with his head down uh, on his, <laughs> like, staring at the teacher, and you could tell, because his eyes would kind of, like, glaze over a little bit, and you could, like, wait in front of him, and it would do nothing. Like, he would just, just sleep. You could Oh, I definitely somewhere. can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. <laughs> um, anyways, we can move on. It's just a, it's a weird app. It's a really cool idea. Uh, the fact that it's Pokemon is strange, but uh, if they can make medical stuff fun, I think that's cool. So, get into the gaming news. Uh, like I said, that's a very superhero heavy this week. Go ahead, LJ. It's very uh, superhero heavy. So, um, I, I would consider even Kong a hero. We got three news pieces. Um. Spider-Man 2 trailer is arguably one of the biggest pieces. Um, it's the story trailer. They've shown a lot of, like, they've definitely made some reveals on where the characters are at. The timeline, you know, obviously they're all older, it looks like. There's definitely been a... They just said look ten. Different. They look different. Is it, yeah, they do. Is it ten years after Miles Morales, I think? Um, that seems a little much. I thought it was, like, two. Or maybe five. Let me see. Five. All I'm saying is some of their faces, like MJ specifically, like Miles, I'm like, okay, you look like you're the so same then, person. So then they're saying that it's the same MJ, like it's the same model, like the same. Uh, oh, she looks model. so different. <laughs> uh, and it's like, I'm still used to the original Peter um, because I did play Miles Morales and obviously that's the new yeah. Peter face, but I'm still like used to the old Peter face from playing PS4. Oh, ten, oh I'm sorry. Ten months. Before, ten, ten months. months. Oh, ten months. That's more okay. reasonable. They don't look that <laughs> different. Well, it, they look different, but it's not. They, they don't, don't look, look quite older. different for it being ten months. Um, yeah. So yeah, they just look yeah, different faces. Like they look like they have different faces. They don't look older. I'm like, you yeah. replaced MJ. She's a different person. Um, <laughs> the the new Peter face model is growing on me because I'm. I saw. I put my nephew, who's only like six years old, on super easy mode on the original Spider Man game. Yeah, and so I've been watching the cutscenes again and like watching him play it, and I'm like, the new face model is kind of growing on me. Okay, that's, um, that's good. Which, yeah, because everybody was like, what at first? Um, 
But no, I'm excited for this game. Uh, they show more Venom in the trailer. Ooh, they better let they let better give us. I want them to give us a segment where we have to play as Venom. I think that'd be so sick. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. This is like I'm already expecting this to be my game of the year even before it comes out. Like I'm just like I know, I know. So I got 40 hours each, almost 50 in both games already. I mean that's my nephew, part of my nephew's time too. But I just know that I'm gonna put just as much time into this game. So. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, very excited. The other, the other piece of news is it's a very B tier uh, company that's making this, um, being published by Game Mill Entertainment, which has done some other like licensed stuff. But they are making a Skull Island game. It's called Skull Island: Rise of Kong, and it definitely looks like a very mid action game. Um, doesn't. Like, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm a Kong fan, so I'm like, yes. Like, the, I, I will, I might get a, re- I might ask for a review copy of this because I know we definitely have connections with that PR team. Um, so either way, I'm going to be playing it. Um, yeah, it looks fun. Uh, if anybody's fans of, I know they are kind of announcing more stuff about like Godzilla versus Kong. Like, because it's going to be this, Fortnite-ish. The like character, yeah, because it's a little like ish looking, yeah. Um, game mail games are not known for like how they look. Like they are very low budget, you know, cartoony looking stuff. The Cobra Kai game that I played a few years ago is very cartoony looking like that. <laughs> um, so it, it looks. I, I'll I'll play it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Whatever. Um, but uh, they are ramping up stuff about Godzilla versus Kong. I saw there's actually a comic book crossover they're doing, which is Justice League. Justice League Godzilla and Kong like so they're gonna do a seven issue arc where that crossover is gonna happen um just oh League cool and Kong versus okay. Godzilla basically yeah. uh I'm down with that so <clears throat> it's just them ramping up and then I think this is more connected to they had a cartoon come out a few weeks ago which is just called Skull Island on Netflix <clears throat> and that and I haven't watched enough of it to really like judge it yet but or to critique it yet is a better word but, um, so I think this is more attached to that <clears throat> than anything. So. And then, uh, third piece, more superhero stuff. Uh, Mortal Kombat has revealed its first, se- uh, what they call a combat pass, which is a first season pass. Every time one of these games comes out, I always buy the, like, special edition because I already know, like, the- I already know their content plans because mm-hmm. they haven't changed since Mortal Kombat 9 in 2011. Um... So, they had, obviously, a few Mortal Kombat characters from other games are in there. But the biggest ones are basically all the leaks that were basically now confirmed. We're getting Peacemaker, which I'm stoked about. I'm going to try to main Peacemaker. Like, that's that's my dude. Um, and then, the biggest ones, which are almost like, okay, are they going to play similar, is Homelander and Omni-Man. Yeah. Dude, Omni-Man's so cool. <laughs> Oh, oh, and J.K. Simmons reprising is amazing. Uh, so I, need, I need to see if Anthony Starr is gonna uh, reprise Homelander. I love it. Is he really? <laughs> I have to look and see if he's gonna. But so yes, perfect. J.K. Simmons is for sure. That has been a for sure thing. Um, <laughs> I know. I can't and then dialogue. That's all I care about. I just want to watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Homelander being. I don't know. I guess I haven't watched the, the biggest, the uh, newest season of The Boys, but. I can almost see him being like a ranged zoner character because I know he likes to use his laser eyes a lot, at least from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they're gonna—he's probably—they're probably gonna. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how they're both gonna play because obviously we know Omni Man is just dude's a powerhouse. Um, Does Omni Man have laser eyes? 
I don't think so. Um, according to um, this is not a very good source, but according according to a TikTok I saw, apparently the big okay. difference is that um, Omni Man he and Super Strange just strong. Uh, yeah, whereas I think Homelander's got some of, got some of that to a degree, and the laser eyes. So it's like I don't know if yeah. I don't know what else Homelander can do. I haven't seen enough of the boys, but I really love. I think it's the Death Battle. Is that what the YouTube channel is called? Um, yes. Where they like tear, like pick apart scientifically as possible mm-hmm. uh, two fighters, and they did Homelander and Omni Man, uh, and they nice. ultimately went with Omni Man because spoilers. Uh, <laughs> because, That's what I would go with too. Yeah, because Homelander in his world uh, has never had to train for anything. He's always been the strongest. Yep. Uh, Omni Man, he's literally grew up and raised as like a fighter, as a warrior, and yep. so uh, he like knows how to. Uh, they if they're like equally matched in strength, Omni Man knows how to fight. Basically, yeah. Homelander doesn't quite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanos versus Hulk. Yeah. Unfortunately, not the MCU version though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, specifically MCU oh. version. I mean, Thanos, <laughs> like, knows how to fight, and Hulk doesn't. That's true. So That's true. Thanos destroys him. No, you shouldn't have. It's gonna be more. <laughs> It'll be more entertaining of a fight, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still bitter about Hulk getting like man. Me too. Um. <laughs> anyway. Um. Uh, yeah. No. Some good stuff. Um. I think that's kind of it for gaming. Cool. Sweet. We'll get into the movies then. Uh, what did you, Charlie? Did you watch anything? Uh-huh. She watched two movies. She yes. talked about, she's oh, watched yeah. the, like, yeah. two movies. Stuff. I know I watched two. It's yeah. crazy. Let's lead with Shelly. Both of them are very pink-inspired, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so first I watched Nimona. That's on Netflix right now, and I was very interested to watch it because I read the comics, and I liked the, the comic a lot. So um, I wanted to watch the movie. Um, this is the movie. I think it's... I might have even brought it up in the podcast before, but it was originally under Blue Sky, which was under Disney, and Disney canceled blue sky or closed blue sky anyway this movie almost didn't happen so it's actually a little bit of a miracle that it's out at all <laughs> it's been under like production um just bare terrible production cycle kind of thing but the movie is is pretty good it's uh it's not like amazing by any means but uh, i like it it's it's fun it's cute um it follows the comic in a lot of ways um the ways that they changed it i actually like i prefer the comic i don't know if i into like oh the book was better i don't know i don't mean to be like that <laughs> obviously they had to make changes for a movie that's just how adaptions work but i think just story-wise and character like some of the characters they changed um i think i prefer the comic but that's just me um i really like this movie uh just as a content warning it does feature a gay couple so it's just something to be aware of if you want to watch it um but i really liked it I thought it was really cute and um just like super fun right and, but it's also, it's like, I say that, but there's also like a little bit of tonal whiplash because you kind of get closer to the end of the movie. And um, obviously I'm not going to like spoil what happens, but some like kind of darker stuff happens. So there's a little bit of tonal whiplash okay. uh, a little bit uh, where, you know, everything is like fun. And, you know, I, I just like, I love Demona as a character because uh, I feel like there is sort of this... I don't know. I feel like I've even met people <laughs> or talked to people online who are like little chaos gremlins, chaos goblins <laughs> who are just like chaotic all the time. But I feel like they're, you know, 
empty threats or like, oh, I'm going to burn this place down or oh, I'm going to like do this or that. But obviously, like when people, real people say that, like most of the time they don't actually mean that. But Nimona will say these things and do these things, but she'll actually like do them. Like she's not joking <laughs> at all. She is just like so into being like super chaotic, um, which again, like with the... Um, Wow, I don't even remember his name. I think it was Blackheart in the comics, but I think they changed it in the uh, um, movie. But just like their dynamic is very fun. Um, again, they changed his character, but too. Anyway, I kind of saw it as a lens of like comparing it to the comic, which isn't necessarily the best thing, but uh, I still really liked it. And it is just on Netflix. So um, if you're kind of looking for like kind of a fun movie, um, but again, it kind of gets a little bit dark and uh, interesting at the end. It's not literally just fun and games. Um, I definitely recommend it. And uh, besides that, the, the animation's really um, the animation looks really cool. Good. The world building's really cool because it like takes place in this uh, modern day medieval. So like there are knights and there's um, a lot of sort of like medieval things, um, like in attire and things like that. But it's also like in a modern setting in the same yeah, time. So people have like, like arcade a little bit, like that type of setting. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I think. That is also really cool. Like the world building is really interesting in that way. So, anyway, Nona is really cool. I liked it a lot. Yes. Barbie is amazing. <laughs> I think if Across the Spider Verse didn't come out this year, at least so far, Barbie would be my movie of the year. Like my twenty twenty three movie of the year. I'm not very good at watching movies when they come out either, so I'm pretty proud of myself for this one. Mm. And TMNT is not even out yet, so I have like Ooh, all these like amazing movies. Like, so good for movies before, oh you know, everything shuts down with the strikes. But I'm just riding the wave as long as I can, I guess. Um, Barbie's so good. And I do realize part of it could be because I'm the exact target audience. And I and I, and I I do acknowledge that. But I think it was great. I went with a group of friends. I thought was so neat was... Because um, obviously this movie, a lot of it does sort of talk about, like, gender, right? You know, talks mm. about like men and women. It's like, very just PG kind of a thing. thirteen. Like, don't very, bring your kids to them. Yeah, the... exactly. So, but I thought what was so cool is that um, when we watched it, my husband and I were talking about it. There were um, different perspectives we took away, and t- different things we took away from the movie. Both being very good, not like being bad. Um, but like, I for one was able to follow Barbie's story really well, um, just like as a woman, right? And then. Uh, my husband Daniel was able to follow Ken's story really well. Um, and it was really cool being able to sort of like explain, because he even asked me, so he's like, okay, listen, I totally get what was happening with Ken, but I'm a little bit confused with some of the stuff with Barbie. Like, <laughs> can you tell me like what you thought? And then I asked him the same thing. And so I thought that was really, really cool is that we both were able to take like really interesting things away from the movie. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. That's so that's cool. why I'm like, that is cool. It's not just for the ladies. Like the guys can can take away stuff from this too. Um, it's yeah, I'm oh, very excited. It's hilarious. This movie is hilarious. I and it's like it's so funny, but there's also these moments where I was just like feeling so many feelings, and I don't want to like spoil or anything, but like let's just say I was kind of an emotional wreck throughout the entire movie because <laughs> I was either on like a super high high, like because things were just so funny, I was like crying laughing. Or I was close to crying just because of, like, stuff they talked about and things that they were doing that I felt, like, hit very close to home for me. So mm. I thought that was really awesome. Um, I'm a little bit sad that so many people um, are saying this movie is, like, sexist or saying this movie is, um, 
like hateful against men or something. I did not get that at all. My husband did not get say, that at from all. What I've heard that's not trying to be that at all. No, it's actually there's a ton of nuance to this movie. Um, you actually have to use your brain, and that that's going to sound like people who don't like this movie aren't using their brain, and that's not what I mean. But I, I do agree, mean it sounds like I've had family members that totally took wrong. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's like all I'm saying is if you're going to go into this movie, don't go in this movie yeah. thinking, oh, this is going to be like woke and it's gonna be like super feminist it is super feminist but like in the best way possible and i mean that like literally it is like mm. the best feminist movie ever seen but it's not in a way that's like toxic at all like it's amazing cool. so um i think if you go with the mindset of like don't just go with the mindset of like oh this is gonna be like woke or whatever because that's what i read on the internet like mm-hmm. just don't go in with that mindset because you're gonna you're gonna you're going to set yourself up for failure if you start trying to see <laughs> things that there aren't you're going to see things that there aren't. If you see things for what they are, um, um, at, if you take things at face value, you might come away with the wrong thing. But if you actually think about things on a constructive level um, and take a little bit of time to like come, like think about through things, you know, I actually wonder if some of these people are um, who really don't like the Barbie movie are people who watched Barbie and then Oppenheimer right afterwards or vice versa. <laughs> Because I think both of these movies, as, as, as funny as that meme is, I think both yeah. these movies are going to be movies that you really need to sit down and think about for a bit afterwards. I heard you should watch yeah. Oppenheimer first if you're going to do that. Like, that's, right. That's our plan. I yeah, plan good. To, okay. Me and my wife are going to go see it, them as a double feature. Heck uh, yeah. Oppenheimer first and then Barbie. Good. Uh, yeah. I figured Barbie will be a little bit lighter in tone and uh, Oppenheimer is going to like make you hate the world. Basically, <laughs> yeah. So... Um, <laughs> But basically, yeah, it's like, I'm just grateful I got to actually, like, because th- even, like, days later, I was thinking about it. I'm just like, man, this movie is, like, really sticking with me. And it's so funny because it's a Barbie movie. <laughs> um, besides that, too, the costume design is impeccable. All the actors, like, you could just tell they had such a fun time There's because so you have, like, I mean, obviously, Margot Robbie and um, Ryan Gosling are, like, sort of the two front runners. But it's like, you could tell everybody was having fun. Simu Liu's in it. Um, and he was just I've going off the walls. I've heard he's really good in that movie. He too. was awesome. Like everyone was like going hard and which was really cool. And also I think, um, something no one talked about before is that it's almost a musical. It's not actually a musical, but there are musical numbers mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. And I think they're amazing. Um, I just think it did a really good job showing off like how it actually is, what it's actually like to play with Barbies. Cause as someone who played with, some Barbies. I didn't have a ton of Barbies, but I had tons of dolls um, growing up uh, that were like off-brand Barbies, basically. Um, <laughs> like they talk about like the worlds that uh, they operate in and how it doesn't like follow physics and doesn't follow like all the same rules as the real <laughs> world. Because very like deep cuts from what I've heard. Like yeah, just, that are such huge references to like yeah. Yeah, and like even like the integration of music. Because like for me, I would always like just growing up as a kid, I would like. You know, when I'm playing pretend with my dolls or whatever, like, I'd have them, like, be like, oh, they're singing, you're singing this Taylor Swift song, right? Like, that was just something I did. And that's, like, normal. And I thought that was, um, that was another really awesome thing I took away from this movie was not just the movie itself, but um, the group of people I got to go with. We all got to talk about our experience, like, growing up, playing with toys. Like, did we play Barbies? Did yeah. we play with other toys? Like, how did we, like, I was telling them about how my favorite Barbie was Mulan and Shang. I had Mulan and Shang. And they, would always, they were always Pokemon trainers because I had a bunch of Pokemon toys. So, I don't know, go with a good group and go with an open mind and don't go with a mindset of, oh, this is just going to be, like, weird and bad. Like, it's going to be amazing and awesome. You you just got to go along on the ride. 
Like just go along on the ride. <laughs> so that's my that's my Barbie review. So good. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited for next week. I want to dress up in pink uh, for Barbie, and the tea is gonna. My wife is gonna dress up in all black for Oppenheimer. <laughs> so <Awesome>. good. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, it's like and it's like you just know, like walking in the theater, you can like tell like who's gonna see what, and like the masses of people. I want, I have to know, like I'm curious to see how many other people start moving from the Oppenheimer movie into the Barbie movie. Like you're just gonna have this like unspoken squad with you guys of all these people who assemble feature. I'm sure, which I think is so fun. Yeah, it's awesome. So good. Go ahead, LJ. What have you been watching? I watched something much older. Um, I've been on a massive Superman kick lately. Um, I watched uh, Superman Returns, which honestly, I think this movie has like got some hate or like, I know it's like, and it's not terribly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, which I mean, not that I follow those things anyway, but I saw it's got like a 71 and the audience score is like a 61. But I think over the years, I don't know if it's one of those movies that like people just, I don't know if like it's really that bad or not, because I don't know, I just hear people talk trash about it. But I honestly like this movie. It is a, basically, it's it's a sequel to like all of the originals, like with the Christopher, Christopher Reeve, like originals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really, it, I like it. I enjoy it. Like, I think, I don't know if it's because people decided to talk smack about it because like, Henry Cavill or like Zack Snyder because everybody's you know hasn't got off of Zack Snyder like you know like yeah I'm like you know what like this is probably like I don't think I could ever like go back because those original Superman movies are so old and like half of them are really bad because there's like four of them (laughs) and so it's just like this is probably the best way you're going to get the spirit of those original movies and it's not like it's actually not it hasn't aged nearly that bad in my opinion um, and especially, it almost would have been like, let's say in 2000, whatever this came out, let's say they tried to make a new Batman movie, but based off of the Adam West stuff. Like, you know, it's going to be cheesy. It's going to be corny. Um, and I think just people who didn't grow up with those original movies or at least not seen them, I think maybe didn't connect with it. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm realizing like how off Zack Snyder's like writing for Superman was like, not, not that Henry Cavill's bad. Like I said last week. Um, but you know, he's still that, like, you know, he's still just trying to be a good dude. He's still a dude with just, you know, good morals. Um, it takes place a bunch of years. It takes place like five years, I think, after he decides to go see where Krypton is at for himself, like to see, cause supposedly some scientists found, I guess like the way they set it up is like, he went to go see for himself. And so now he's back and dealing with, you know, the, the effects of him being gone um there's other things in that movie that i think people are like found super cheesy back then when it came out especially the whole like sun thing i mean i guess i'm spoiling a movie from like 2006 or something right (laughs) but well yeah so so then there's this whole like subplot about like lois being with somebody else and like oh it might actually be superman's kid and all this stuff and it's like now i think that was a laughable idea but now we're at a point where you know this you know he has sons in the comics that are actually you know like so i think back when this came out it was probably kind of like oh that's not that's dumb that's funny you know i don't know if the comics were there back then or if even you know like if they were at that point but i i really like this movie a lot um and yeah it's just it's always been one of my favorites since i saw it anyway but i'm just like you know what like this is good this isn't as bad as like everybody thinks it is yeah in my exactly opinion. um you know, like, and I think Brandon Routh was, I, he was a really good Superman too. Like, he was a very good lookalike to, to Christopher Reeve, and he basically, he 
I feel like he nailed the role of the movie Superman, like, at the time, because all we had to go off of was those original cheesy movies. And I feel like he did a good job, too. Um, it was funny because James Marsden uh, plays, like, Lois's husband in that. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because I'm like, oh, like, he's been in so much stuff since then. And I realized, because <laughs> I watched the show Jury Duty that he's in, um, they didn't even reference that movie at all, like, him being in that movie. I think it's because it wasn't a starring role or whatever, um, but I'm just like, or if they were allowed to, you know, like, but I was just like, that's funny that he's in this. Like, I totally forgot, like, hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I like that dude. And like, he's done a bunch of cheesy cornball movies too, but it's a good movie. I had a fun time watching it again. And also I got to say, uh, maybe just a warning to people who do want to check out this movie, the HBO Max version, I don't know what they did, or I guess it's the Max version now. But it actually is kind of pretty poor quality. Like, the image quality and the audio quality is just... I think they did poor work on getting it on there. Because I was like, oh, wait, I have a DVD of this somewhere. Um, Because I won, like, a box set from the Retro Ruin podcast, like, a few years ago. Of, like, all the old Superman movies. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have a DVD of this. And I popped in the DVD. And I guess, naturally, you would think a DVD or a Blu-ray is going to be better than streaming anyway. But I'm like, wow. Like, I just... I should have popped in the DVD in the first place. Because the... The whatever the max version or whatever version they're using is pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, this is good though. It was a good time. Cool. Sweet. Mm-hmm. We will get into uh, the movie news then. Uh, with this strike going on, I feel like mo- like all news for TV and movies probably going to be pretty light for a little while. It's going to be weird. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Because um, this is coming out of like San Diego Comic Con, and there wasn't really a whole lot to choose from. Yeah, because, sure well, I mean, things, but. even before the strike, I think there was a bunch of companies that said they weren't going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jelly. Yeah, so we only have two trailers to talk about. Again, not, not too much. Um, first, let's actually talk about the uh, new Haunted Mansion trailer. Um, I don't actually yeah. think there's much to say. It's funny. This actually was one of the trailers I saw uh, before the Barbie movie. <laughs> it was one of the preview movies. Oh, nice. Um, I'm now sold on this movie because of this trailer. I wasn't before. I, I think it looks pretty good. Still. I think it looks I pretty was, good. okay. I was I'll interested in it. it before, just because I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was. You guys were talking about it, and I'm like, I just don't see why this is exciting. And now I was like, okay, this looks fun. <laughs> no, it look. It does look fun. I mean, it just looks like a really fun group. At least it's not a live action remake. I mean, I sure they already did make one, but I'm like, okay, cool. Disney's trying something a little different again, like kind of. Yeah, it's like, um, I do have a special place in my heart for the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion, but this looks like it's taking Haunted Mansion kind of in a different different direction, different way, mm-hmm. which I I approve, you know? And the cast I, is good. It looks fun. The cast looks yeah, fun. Yeah, I think good. the cast especially is kind of what made me... Exactly. And the kid. The kid just is funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just looks... It just looks fun, you know? You gotta have your fun little kind of almost cornball scary movie but it's not that scary i heard heard at the premiere they had disney theme park like actors like go to that thing since the actors weren't there and all those people oh right because everyone's striking and stuff yeah i was like that's awkward well maybe that was special for those people those disney people but um yeah news is just gonna be weird (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. i Again, I feel like I'm going to the theater more often than I usually do. And maybe it's just a short amount of time seeing like Across the Spider-Verse, then Barbie, then potentially Oppenheimer, and then definitely TMNT, right, in the shortest amount of time. But I'm also like, I gotta gotta do it while I can, because things are going to start slowing down. Things are going to get less interesting. 
and uh, so gotta, gotta get it while you can. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Haunted Mansion, they'll be out, I think it's in August? Um, yes. So if you want it's your little pre-Halloween Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe for them, it's like, maybe by the time Halloween. Halloween comes around, it'll be on Disney+, Plus. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be cool. I'll definitely watch it on Disney+, Plus if, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so we have that trailer. That's a new trailer. We also have a trailer for Legend of the White Dragon, um, which is yeah. not Power Rangers, but Power Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. Even has Batmasan who does those like superpower beatdowns, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 and um, has Jason David Frank in it. Who um, two things about him? He he died in twenty twenty two, but he was the Green Power Ranger. So um, mm-hmm. you said you met him. You talk about him. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know if I met him necessarily, but I was at a, a panel at Denver Comic Con one year uh, mm-hmm. that he was doing, uh, and so. He was one of the first people that I had heard at a convention talk about Jesus, and I thought that was really cool. Mm. Um, so the uh, the nature of his death is, is incredibly, incredibly sad to me. Um, mm-hmm. Just because he filled so many people. Like, he was so positive. He was. Anytime you would uh, uh, like see him, uh, I had seen like other panels that he had done and just other interactions just on his Instagram and stuff. Um, and he was always so encouraging, and so for him to... Uh, gone out the way he did was, was really unfortunate um but i i don't know a whole lot about power rangers i know that he's a green power ranger and he's always been the green power ranger and he's very uh he was very passionate about that he reprised uh, all his like that role in like all the bat and sun stuff every time they did like a video too yeah he's got like mm-hmm. i think it's the white ranger it might be the green power ranger i don't know one of the two versus yeah. uh ryu it's yes green power ranger versus ryu <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so like yeah, yeah he's, he's done that forever he did uh he played Bloodshot for Bat the Sun. It was really mm-hmm. good. Um, and so, anyways, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jason David Frank. I feel like uh, he helped that he keep the Power movie. Rangers, like, con scene, like, alive. Like, I mean, they yeah. had the comics and stuff. But, like, now you see the other actors from that original show coming around, too. And not just because of the Netflix thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He's been, I, he was always working and always promoting, like, the Green Ranger mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, he had his own uh, fighting uh, line for, like, I think MMA that mm-hmm. was uh, Jesus didn't tap. Yeah, so cool. Uh, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Jason David Frank, not necessarily Power Rangers, and I'll watch it because of that. Because uh, mm-hmm. who he was as a person was so so cool. based. That's and, very good. He's just a positive yeah. dude. Yeah, like overall. Yeah. The movie still looks like a web series to me, and I'm kind of bummed about that. Yeah, the movie itself doesn't look that great. I'm going to be completely honest. But... Yeah, if yeah. it pops up on a streaming service or something, which it probably will. Like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to check it out. I know the heart behind it. Uh, they're mm-hmm. really wanted to finish this movie for him. And they're giving their best. So. Yep. Uh, and if they want to support it, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's all we have for movie news. So shows. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll talk about TV then. Should we just talk um, about Dragon Prince? Yeah, Shelly and I. LJ, did you? Yeah, go nope, for it. Just Shelly and I talked about. Right. It makes me uh, not want to keep Prince. watching. I'm so sorry, but it is. I, but I also am like, am I gonna watch season three, season six, like Loki? Are you done? I'm, I'm not done. Done. I'm she probably am going to. Like a whole like day or two. It just wasn't very good, and like, I don't know if I'm crazy. It was like the day after I posted that article. She's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I I'll, I think I'll watch season six. It's just season five was like, 
I mean, people are like, oh, it's better than season four. I'm like, sure, okay, I guess it's better than it's season definitely four. definitely better than season four. But it's like, not that much better. Like, it's still not as good as season one through three, as far as I remember. Or maybe, I was, I was telling Daniel, because we watched it together, I was like, maybe I'm misremembering seasons one through three. Maybe they are not as good as I remember. Maybe they, uh, these so, are on the same level. I think season three was really amazing. Yes. Season one and season two, I would think were kind of like, they're all right yeah uh, season three was really good it was very epic um and so that kind of gives me hope for season six that maybe it'll be kind of like exactly thing that they do yeah um but i also didn't dislike this season that bad uh, okay that's good I, it was it wasn't my favorite season season three had me sold on this i'm just a hater to be season three all the time <laughs> i'm just a hater i don't um, like there's like one relationship that i like and they're the least interesting couple um and there's it just everything seems like filler there are so many times where there's just a scene where like i don't know if you remember the scene with like they talk about the inn they like go to an inn and they're like wow it's it's so great we went to the inn and then i'm like is this gonna be like related to something later is this foreshadowing something no No. literally (laughs) filler in a show that has all these weird pacing issues and i'm like what do you we could use that time for other things. Like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Like, so there's just things, like, just scenarios like that. Um, heck, the even, like... Second to last episode? Third to last episode. Uh-huh. I don't want to give anything away. No, um, that's fine. There was one of them where I was... I think it was the second to last episode, and I was like, we have a show to finish. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> why plus, are we here? And it worked out, but I was just like... Uh, yeah and it's like there's all these other subplots happening and i only care about the main plot and like mm -hmm. there's a subplot that's sort of related to the main plot so i'm like okay fine like it makes sense that we're you know looking at this because it's sort of related to the main plot but then there's this other subplot that started in season four i think you probably know what i'm talking about that i'm still like what is the purpose of this why is this here how is this relevant like i guess it's two seasons of a subplot buildup for season six but even then i'm like the very first there was an episode uh in this season where i guess if anything there's a little bit of like the main cast meeting up with this other cast where the sub with the subplot is happening um and i'm like okay cool make is this going to become relevant finally and no and i realized in that scene (laughs) they did not need any of season four of that subplot to happen because it was all everything you need to know was explained in exposition except for like one big thing except for one thing <laughs> everything else was like and i could talk to you later about it because I, I don't want to like necessarily spoil but i was just like okay so what was the point purpose of season four when now they're here and everything was just explained um and we didn't we didn't we didn't need season four to happen then in that way i thought that was right. kind of silly um there was even like some there were animation issues and there were, like, places where I was like, oh, anime is lazy or overworked or something because they were just, like, very that obvious. That I've just given up on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like if, I yeah. wonder if <laughs> this... I wonder if this show is, like, a, became a victim of, like, the COVID stuff. You know, like, just, mm. if they haven't been able... Has. Or if it got rushed out because... I don't wonder if... Or if it got rushed for some reason. If there's I a chance for sure if the writing and stuff has gotten into different hands because it almost doesn't feel like that too no i agree i think there's a new writer or something because and you know my dan uh my daniel lol my husband daniel put it into well into good words of how this show is falling apart and it's it's facing a lot of the bad things that happened in legend of korra 
But the th- reasons Ooh. bad th- writing happened in Legend of Korra is because they didn't even know like what season was going to be their last. Every season, as far as they were mm. concerned, was going to be the last. So they had to like yeah. create these new arcs, and that they had to what like happened here. Exactly, but this show doesn't have that excuse. They already know they're mm. getting at least like seven seasons or something. They already have, oh. and so that's why I think it's really weird that it's facing the same that's sort awkward. of issues. Um, but mm. it's uh, it's almost like they're building up too much. I don't know what it is. It's weird, but yeah, the animation's weird. Like. So many times I just saw like a 2D figure and they would just lazily move or expand the 2D figure. And I was like, I don't like this. And there's one section. It's like warping something on Photoshop. Yeah. Well, and there's also this one section, again, not trying to be spoilery, but there's a (laughs) section where um, they're fighting. they're, they're, They're in this place where they can run into monsters. And they tell us explicitly, they say, it's basically like like a zombie infection kind of thing. Like this can happen to any monster, so you need to be really careful, guys. Like don't get bit or scratched. Like you can't be touched by any of these guys because you, there's a chance of you becoming like a zombie, basically. Um, so they say that, and the same monster design is used when they do encounter monsters. Is is like it's just the same monster over and over and over again. And I'm like, oh, they man. told us that. Like this happens to every creature here, and potentially even like humans and elves. Like it can correct. About that, yeah. I hated that, and I felt so like. Oh, that makes it kind of. You know what I mean? Like I noticed that immediately. I'm like, oh, they're just gonna use the same model, and they're just gonna keep reusing it. They're not gonna make a new monster model, and Mm. I was right. They didn't make a new monster model. So things like that, where I'm just like, there were good parts of the season. I know there were good parts of the season. I, it makes it sound like I like absolutely hated it, but I was definitely disappointed. Um, mm. And uh, I don't like Raylam. I don't like it at all. I used to love him <laughs> season one through three. Um, ever since season four, ever since I guess I should say ever since ever since post season three, I've not liked Rayla, and I thought Callum was pretty freaking dumb. And so them, I don't like. So that's that's what makes the show also really hard is because they were really, really driving force in the first three seasons that, again, even if like things were kind of weird, like at least you could root for them. And you're like, oh, they're cute and we like them and we want them to succeed. But now I don't because I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's those are my thoughts. (laughs) I got my mom to watch it and she likes it. That's Um, good. Okay. And that was at season three. Yeah. And the way that I got her to watch it is I told her that it was like if game of thrones was made for children um <laughs> like the plot lines yeah. were really like interesting yeah. and deep yeah and uh unexpected things were happening um and i feel like his last two seasons everything that's happened like even the big like reveals have been really obvious and like, yeah also just kind of there's just like, characters happening there's just characters that are just there now and they don't do anything i won't name those characters uh-huh. but there's characters who literally do nothing or they make stupid decisions that was the only two things that they do like they're either there just to be there or they're there to make a stupid decision and i'm like why are you even here <laughs> what is the yeah. what is the purpose why I, i'm hoping season six will kind of bring it back around gosh i um, hope so too or else i've like lost all hope i'm like guys this that is was not the one thing when i started it was like the intricacies and uh i was like it's like average last airbender all over again like the writing is so well written and the characters are so yeah and yeah like saying, a lot of the characters just aren't interesting anymore there's a lot uh, of weird contrivances happening that i just hate it's like again like i can think of at least 
two. I can at least two things like just off the top of my head in the season where someone miscommunicated or intentionally hid information for basically no reason. Um, or someone yes. could have been saved in a certain situation and literally for no reason they weren't. For no reason they weren't. They could have just mm-hmm. been saved or something, you know, everyone, it could have been fine. And then they try to create this some weird emotional moment of like, oh, well, like, you know, go on without me. Or like, oh, like, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice myself and I'll, you know, whatever. But it's like, they literally didn't need to do that because the solution is so yeah. obvious. Um, and you know what? Even my, my husband and I we were talking about this because we were both a little bit salty. Um, I won't say what we came up with, but we basically rewrote the plot in such a way that's way better. <laughs> and when we can do that, like, that's when you know it's bad. Is when you can just, like, immediately, like, not even thinking very hard of, like, oh, what if this did, was this and this and that? And, like, we rewrote the plot in a way that made sense. Um, that's when you know it's bad. Because I'm not a very good writer. There's a lot of stuff with the, uh, <laughs> with the dad, I'll say. Uh, that could have been really cool too. Like they were doing some like they, it was like they were trying to do something really interesting with that, and they just kind of. Those, that was probably my favorite part of the season. Really, that whole section, yeah. I, I was like, oh, this is really cool, and then nothing happened. What I really wish and though, and I I saw it point out because I think another reason this season was so weird was they kept switching like every couple of minutes between like three different subplots, and I think that what you're talking about specifically. If that was a whole episode dedicated to that, I think it would have been way better. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Like, just an entire episode of that entire sequence happening would have been way better. But they didn't do that. That makes... That would be better. I could see that. See what I mean? Like, why am I coming up with improvements? I'm... I'm a freaking pleb. I'm no... I'm not a good writer. Why am I coming up with better ideas? This sucks. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. We've talked a lot about this show. It's not over. I, I would think that it might still be, like... I know last season had a lot had to do with COVID. It was like that's COVID. true. That's um, true. They were still like trying to produce it during COVID, and I think that was it had a good excuse. Mm-hmm. Maybe this has the same excuse, and we'll get something better. Yeah, uh, soon. Uh, but time will time will tell. It has the potential to be such a great show. Um, hopefully, hopefully it still does. Yeah. Um, we'll get another season. We'll get another time jump. But... <laughs> yeah, probably, and then. They're gonna change their hair again. They're gonna get no character development yeah. again. Uh, okay. Um, LJ, do you want to talk about my adventures with Superman? A better yes. show? Oh my gosh. This might be my Just favorite talk show. About a better uh, show. So There's only I'm, four episodes. It's already better right now. Oh, um, it's so good. It is oh, good. And, and Shelly and Shelly and I were talking about it before. There's aspects of the show that they are just not holding back on. Like, they're just, you know, like... it's They're like, moving. Okay, we... Yes, it's like, y'all already know this, this stuff is going fire. to happen. Exactly. Um, it's almost like if Superman had a canon event, like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this, you know, the relationship with him and Lois is like a canon event, right? Yes, yes. Um, canon they're, event. They're moving, they're, they're moving at a pace that I, I, I'm happy they're going with. Um... And like Shelly said, it's almost like a, would you say it's almost like an animated, like... It's like, like a rom-com anime, but rom-com disguised as Superman, yes. like, fully. They so they, they could have done the whole thing where they could have leaned into it, almost like Kaguya-sama or something, yeah. and made made it comical off of that. Um, I'm happy with the pace that they are going with. 
I love the Easter eggs that I'm noticing too, or just that yeah. are references to like other anime. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a ton I can we can really say. I mean, there's not like a ton that has happened though, but all the things I think people want out of like a Superman thing are in this thing. Um, I was just thinking to myself, I think it's funny that they did the whole magical girl transformation the first yes. time because yes. like they have. I don't think they do it every. I noticed they don't do it every time now, and I'm like, I yeah, don't do it every time. It like the first but I time. also get why they wouldn't. Um, <laughs> because it's more of an Easter egg, I guess. Um, but I love it. I just it's things like that that make me love the show. Uh, the characters are all really good. Um, and maybe they're taking their time introducing like certain characters too, because there's certain characters I noticed we haven't seen yet. Yeah, or certain villains. Mm-hmm. Um, I did look up the villain for this episode just to see if he was an actual like villain, mm-hmm. and he is. Oh, um, cool. He okay. is an actual villain in the comics. Um. And I thought I thought the twist that they did with him was neat. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it's it's cool. Like, I I love the show. Yeah, it's um, like uh, yeah, it's very simple. And yes, I think there's merit to being simple. Again, like not to continue hating on the Dragon Prince, but through Dragon Prince, there's a lot of things going on, and not all of it really yes. matters. You know, um, I thought the show was stronger when it was just mm-hmm. one kind of main focused sort of plot yes. that made sense was very simple. Anyway, just shows in general, if they get too complicated, kind of get you hard to follow, whereas this show is like, it's like incredibly simple. And and honestly, like, I'm kind of mostly just there to watch two hot people simp over each other. And I think it's wonderful. And I love the little like, <laughs> oh yeah, he is Superman. So he has to deal That's with what that. That's show is. Like, I don't even care. I have no shame about it, all right? I just like watching two attractive people who really get, like, shy and nervous and, and like, you know, around each other. So I think it's so though, precious. Like, honestly, I, like, Cody, like, yeah. dying. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what the show is. That's what anime rom-coms are, too. It's the same it's thing, all right? You like just have the Superman. Dude he's ever felt like. <laughs> Um, it's just, yeah. you got the Superman that's like a little seasoning on top of like, oh, this is interesting. There's extra stuff yes. happening here. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it really is. Like, there's no better way to describe it. It's good, though. Oh, it's amazing. No, it's good. It's, it's simple. It's good. It's like, uh, yes. it's like, uh, what's something that's, what's like a food that's super easy to digest? It's basically like that. It's just an easy to digest show that you don't have to think too hard about. You could just watch it and be happy. So. Thanks. Yep. Anima- animation's still pretty nice. I like the animation a lot, still. So yeah, um, the other show I do want to talk about is the Bear. It almost this is getting really tough because if it's not Superman, it's this show that is going to be my favorite show of the year. Um, it's all on Hulu now. Um, the second season basically they dropped it all at once. It used to be an FX show. Um, it is it's so good. Uh, it's basically about. This guy basically returning home to Chicago. Um, he basically inherits his brother's restaurant. Right. Um, it is. It's. It's just. I. The way they. The way they do this show. I guess I'm going to basically read a post I made about it because like I can't really describe it any other way. Um. So I basically said that like. It's like it's a straight up ten out of ten show for me, especially this season. It shows, like, you know, there's a lot of shows and certain things that you don't really get to see every facet of life. Um, It shows struggle, family dysfunction, 
you know defeats and victories you know it's just like i feel like every part of life you experience like especially around family mm-hmm. um you get to see in this show and like the struggles that it's really awesome too it just has such a love for the craft of like oh like i feel like you get a grasp of what like working at a restaurant would be like um but even so there are just different things i, I take away from my own like work experience you know and you know like especially working in service like in any kind of customer service like, i feel like cody you would i don't know like how much you would relate to the show but i feel like you still might because it's in a restaurant environment i've you know? been like, told that um, um i may not like it or like i'll find it like triggering uh oh, because oh. it's so like it's so well done and it's so much work drama uh oh man like, I oh day, i don't blame that yeah <laughs> so true, i don't true, blame true, it at all <laughs> i may check it out um and just see it's so good though um, but i may not i don't know we'll see if i'll enjoy it or not i've been yeah. for those who don't know um, i've worked in the restaurant business since i was 14 um which is over half of my life um yeah. <laughs> so it's very familiar with restaurant yeah. drama and um, seen some terrible things the the characters in it are all amazing um the just the family dynamic it's you know there's just some stuff like the way shelly kind of described about watching um like barbie and connecting with certain things like this is a show that has made me laugh it's made me cheer for these characters and it's also like crushed me you know like just yeah. because it's like certain things I, I can just relate you know relate to and um and you want to see these characters win and like you know it's it's very it's each episode is like real life they're not always gonna you're, they're not always gonna get get a w you know like they may take some straight up l's one episode and mm-hmm. you know get some wins the next you know and it's just it's really good i enjoy it so much yeah uh, but it's good this this and my adventures with superman are easily my favorite shows of the year heck yeah yeah, yeah i recommend it it's on hulu sweet cool. mm-hmm. i'll check it out at some point maybe <laughs> yeah we will get into the tv news then uh we have another trailer Invincible. I know LJ is very, very excited about Invincible. Yes! I saw it too. Yes. Looks pretty good. I say, LJ was all about it. We've been waiting and waiting. Uh, but it looks I great. I love that show so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it kind of looks too. like Invincible like, versus his universe <laughs> from the trailer. And he's just going to fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? This sounds, maybe this sounds dumb, but I'm really glad the animation is uh, the same as season one because they did release that one teaser. Um, that was completely different animation. I was like worried for a second. I'm like, are they changing the animation? What are they doing? But no, it's the same. That was just for that teaser. So thank goodness. (laughs) It is worth noting that there is an episode out right now that is a prequel to this season. Yeah, it's like more about Adam Eve. Yeah, yeah, Adam Eve. So uh, I have not seen that yet, but I want to. I have Um, not either. Uh, But yeah, trailer looks like more Invincible, which was exactly what we wanted. Uh, And he seems very much like... The first season was kind of him learning. Uh, he seems like he's got it down this season and he's ready to mm-hmm. throw down. That'd be good. I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then DC has two movies uh, that they've announced. And one of them is really interesting. So I'm for some Watchmen, there's a Watchmen movie announced. That's going to be interesting for some people. Uh, it'll be animated and that's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. What caught my eye and was worth recording on is uh, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths. And the reason that's interesting is the tagline above it is a D- it's a DC Universe movie, which means that it is in James mm-hmm. Gunn's 
DCU. So his first Justice League movie is not even going to be live action, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, That's wild. Yeah. That's so weird. I mean, it goes into what they were talking about before, about, um, you know, about wanting to use every avenue, you know, to, you know, influence that universe. Also, um, there's probably a chance a good it comes out for a thing. Superman movie. I'm not sure on that. Oh, that's a well. Hmm, that's interesting because then, like, especially with the strike stuff going on. Um, yeah. Superman. Superman is due out uh, in two years on July 11th, basically. Yeah. Sure I feel change. like these could be done. I feel like these could be done before um, that comes out. I mean, that would be big because james gunn said that superman would be his first official dcu universe movie uh, uh, that's a good yeah so i don't know what they'll do with that uh or maybe like we don't know how early these announcements are is the right thing, I I, they might have just been announced and it could be forever mm-hmm. um a couple of takeaways for me i hope that it's different art style than what they've been using i love the animation style for just league war I'm sure I'll never Ooh, get that, that art style is rough yeah it looks yep. like mm-hmm. archer from fox but with a bad budget and I don't understand no. how you get the worst budget than Archer. <laughs> I was going to say, Archer already it's looks so bad. awkward. Yeah. Uh, and Just Like War looks so good. Um, it wasn't quite anime. It was very... That whole just... set of animated movies they did in that universe were really good. Yeah, like, and I should say that. I don't just mean Just Like War. Yeah. I mean that whole string of that That movies. whole... Yeah. Um, I would love that That's art some stuff. of their best work. But... Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping for a different art style. That would be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. one thing that I think is really interesting is that most of these movies that have come out with DC have always been really true to the comic books and mm-hmm. I, that's something that I think a lot of people really appreciate especially the Batman movies um, Killing Joke was mm-hmm. really close to its source material uh, Red Hood and so to go ahead and Under the Red Hood is so good yeah, to do Christ on Infinite Earth which is a big comic book series and I assume probably completely change the storyline to fit james guns and throw that universe tag on it yeah yeah um i think that is going to kind of ruffle some feathers for some viewers but it does Mm -hmm. allow what i had actually said um as soon as james gunn announced this was it would almost be perfect for him to make an animated movie um so that he could decide easily what's going to fit in his universe and what's not um, yeah, because then he's already got a heroes, different heroes cast already for a Superman movie, which is also weird. Yeah, this allows yeah. all of them to take place. You can have all your cameos of different, mm-hmm. you know, you can have Henry Cavill say one last goodbye. I don't know if he'll do that or not, but um, mm. he could even just it'd be kind of shady. But he could have Henry even if it's for voice work. Yeah, um, it'd be kind of shady of him, but they could literally have Henry Cavill Superman show up without Henry Cavill uh, to give him a goodbye. That would be kind of garbage of them, but it's something they could do, um, just for the character. I got me thinking about that weird Peacemaker cameo too, like that they had, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got like so an Aquaman. Weird. They've got to justify why is that in James Gunn's universe and why? How does mm-hmm. that fit? And uh, Peacemaker is another one, another really good one. So Justice League: Christ mm-hmm. on Infinite Earth kind of allows it's reset, but it's not a complete reset. What's in, what's not? You just do that with an end credit scene or um, the ending of the movie mm-hmm. um it's very much what mm-hmm. uh the justice league war series of shows did when they ended um some things stuck around and some things didn't um mm-hmm. light spoilers for for that universe but <gasps> yeah i'm i'm very curious 
don't know if I'm excited about it yet, but I'm very intrigued uh, by the possibilities in this movie. Mm-hmm. I would be down to watch if they were good shows, good animated shows within this universe um, for, you know, specific characters that I like and stuff. If I don't have to worry about, like, having to watch every single thing to make sense of them. This could be a cornerstone in his universe, though, and really kind of explain how mm-hmm. things are True. the way they are in his, in his world. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, and that is the news. Are we geeking out about anything else this week? No, I kind of am. Um, I won't be around next week um, because I'll be going to North Carolina um, for a five-day vacation or like four days. I'm going to go to GalaxyCon and kind of do some stuff there. Um, nice. But I'll, I'll be excited to talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, also, while we're on topic, I did want to mention that I did grab... I still need to... I need to start reading it, but I'm going to read it on my flight. Is um, I grabbed Superman Birthright, which is basically... Apparently, it's like a really good Superman comic, and I guess it d- does the whole origin thing, supposedly. Mm, but cool. also, like, um, I saw it on TikTok initially, and this uh, I guess this dude on Sundays, he says it's slow, so he chooses, like, one Marvel, one DC, and one indie comic. And he basically described it as, like, if you're not a Superman fan yet, if you read Superman Birthright, you're probably going to be a Superman fan. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ooh, like, cool. I would consider myself a fan, even though I've been on a kick. Like, I'm not, like, a major fan. Yeah. But I'm like, ooh, like, this sounds like essential reading, so I'm going to check it out. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, while we're on the DC topic and things like that. So, yeah. I'm excited. I'll be back in a few weeks to tell everybody how Comic-Con went. So, all right, well, we will end the podcast there then. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, even threads now. I got a thread. Um, and TikTok. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, thread. Uh, and Shelly? That thing I, everybody forgot about already. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Um, sorry, I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, can yeah. find, you can find me on Twitter at um, theshellshock24. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor on threads, I guess. Uh, and on x.com. No, uh, don't say that. <laughs> no, don't, don't even look. Um, it's so bad. Only, yeah, no, only no, one no, X no. I should <laughs> don't Google make sure that. I'm specifying. Do not type more than one X. Um, no, no, no. We are no, no, don't. Christian yeah. podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, also, you wouldn't find me on a Hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Do not have an All right. pants. <laughs> um, You've killed LJ. Yeah. No wonder he's not going to show up next week. You've killed him. He's That's dead. funny. <laughs> All right. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. All right. Bye bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you. For listening.
Tom. 